want something more than just physical. It's been a while since you met someone original. Word. You spend your time drinking wine in your living room. All that good pussy can't find the one to give it to. <laughs> That's good enough. Technology. <laughs> Um, all right, Future Dawn today is August 16th. It is the day before my mom's birthday. In fact, this episode mm. is going to be released on my mom's birthday. Yeah. We're on episode 58. Yep, 58. All right, let's bring it in. Uh, hello. Hello and welcome to an episode of You Don't Know. It's a podcast about wine and bullshit. I'm Renee. And I'm Don. And I'm also hot. Yeah, it's not it's in a hard. literal sense of like, oh, MG, hashtag hot. <laughs> no, it is literally hot in California. <laughs> there is a heat yeah. wave. Yeah, we are in a heat wave. I'm really glad I bought uh, an AC unit not too long ago. Oh, so wow. Lucky I'm, you. Yeah, I'm doing okay. <laughs> but I've just been keeping my bedroom cold. So the rest of my apartment's pretty warm. <laughs> Uh, which I just go back and forth. Like I go in there and I take a nice nap because it's nice and cold, and then I come back out and I'm like, "Why, God?" You know. Mm-hmm. Um, but whatever, we'll get through it. You know. Yeah. AC doesn't really exist in the Bay Area. As someone who grew up here, uh, I didn't even know that AC was like a real thing in people's <laughs> homes until I left, and I was like, "Oh shit, you can do this." <laughs> I think Chris was saying something about how you lived in Orlando about how you didn't sleep with the AC on or something like that. No, or like yeah. you didn't sleep like cold. I didn't turn it on. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> now That's that a is weird. <laughs> I mean, it's a luxury, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. But it, it's Orlando. Orlando's hot, though. <laughs> I grew up a South Bay homie. It gets hot there too. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, first before before we do anything else, I want to say happy birthday to my mom. This episode is going to be coming out on her birthday, so happy birthday, mom! Happy birthday to you. Yeah, she came and saw me uh, for my little birthday getaway, and it was very nice. I was very glad she made it. Um, it's nice that our birthdays are close together because we can just exchange gifts on the same day. This is probably the first time I've actually given my mom a gift for her birthday in probably 20 years or something like that. That wasn't like a, you know, I'll clean your, I'll sweep your house coupon or something. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm not a gift giver. I'm not one of those people. Um, so, you know, and then anyway, it doesn't matter. So it was nice. Um. But we're here to talk about wine, uh, so that's what we're going to do, right? Yep, Is that what we're I doing? hope so. <laughs> I'm drinking wine. <laughs> I'm also drinking wine. Yeah. We were going to record this yesterday, it was too fucking hot, so now we're having like a brunch wine. It's, yeah. it's noon, and it's not too early. We're going to drink, and I'm going to go take a nap afterwards. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, yeah, so my wine is, of course, chilled. Yep. Um, there's no reason for me to not be drinking a chilled wine at this point. Although I was really thankful for the rain this morning because it cooled things mm, off. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Did you get a little bit of rain yeah. in the city? Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. It was nice. People yeah. were like, 
waking up and stuff or i just saw on twitter like people were waking up at like the middle of the night and saying there's a thunderstorm but i slept through the whole thing and it was amazing. i slept through it too yeah <laughs> i didn't get up until like six something yeah. seven. seven my yeah. usual you know granny <laughs> waking hour i don't know what's happened but yeah i wake up like my grandmother used to it just like when the sun is coming up i, I open mm. my eyes it's bullshit i really <laughs> wish that i could still have like teenage sleep but whatever <laughs> Have you tried um, the things, like speaking of old things, but like the blinders for your eyes, just like putting that on, going to yeah, sleep? Yeah, I have one. It okay. doesn't matter. <laughs> but I you know still what, wake up. I don't know what it is. It's like, it's your circadian rhythm or clock or whatever. I don't know. I just wake, <clears throat> I just wake up like I'm some fucking farmer. Um, yeah. Anyway, let's talk about this wine that I've got. Um, <clears throat> there's wax in it, which, oops, I, when I opened it, god damn it, oh, I got it out, um, I got some of the cork wax in there, but, no. you know, that's, it wouldn't go well if I was trying to serve this. Um, all right, so let me take a look, let's see, let's see, what does this look like? Uh, I'm going to say, there's a little bit too much condensation in here, but I'm going to say this is <laughs> hazy. Um, it's a medium concentration. Uh, let's see. This is a ruby color. Yeah. Ruby color with a little bit of purple. Yeah. If um, I were to guess looking through the Skype cam, then yeah, it's like a ruby for me. Yeah. Can you see if I put white behind it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, there is no rim variation. Um, let me see. Let me check out these tiers. Nope. None of that. None of that stuff. No staining, <laughs> no tears. <laughs> like the tears are very light, actually. Um, and no gas evidence. This is not a sparkling wine. Let me smell it. Mmm, smells like no faults. Um it's delicate. It's useful. I would say that there is some kind of like a red fruit mm. and something else. Like a red fruit and maybe like a um like a tree fruit, actually. Mm. It's not just yeah. a berry, but it's also like a tree. Um, <clears throat> it smells fresh to me with a little bit of tartness. And I can't smell anything else because I keep smelling it. So hold on. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of like her herby kind of something, something rather. I don't smell anything else, though. Maybe like maybe some kind of like minerality mm. a little bit okay yeah, yeah like yeah like it does have kind of like a wet stone kind of smell to it but that's it i'm curious how um, it tastes then. if you smell the kind of wet stone how does it taste i haven't tasted it yet so we're about to find out um mm. Mm. okay um let me see. So it's a little dry. 
It's on the dry side, but it's not too mm. dry. No. It uh, has some tannin to it. Um, still tastes like red berries to me. Um, but I still taste something else like, um, like a stone fruit or like a apple or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Those two are yeah. very different, but I still t- taste <laughs> some of that. Um, but I don't taste the spiciness. But I do taste like a little bit of salt. Mm. Yeah, this is good. And what was the name again? So this wine doesn't have a name. Um, <laughs> no label. <laughs> it's just a label. <laughs> Hold on, I looked it up. <laughs> uh, Renee like plucked it out of the. It's out of one of its those oak barrel, and like just started pouring it into a bottle. <laughs> no. Okay, so this wine is from Caleb Leisure Wines. We've actually met the person. We've met this person. Um, so it's, it's a one person show. Um, there, this is the same one that uses those clay pots to, to ferment Mm. their wine. So they make like really small batch sort of wines. Um, and so that's probably where I get like that wet stone taste Mm -hmm. from is, is the clay pot that it's used, uh, to ferment in. Um, this one, the name of it is called 2019 ABOVO. So it doesn't really have like a a name per se um the uh varietal is a blend of 70 percent fuck i'm gonna say this wrong (laughs) 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 that's not how you say it i'm just saying it like that to be an ass um so um yeah so it's like a red with a little bit of white Cool. Yeah. Tasty. I'll quickly go over what I'm drinking. So since it's a hot day, I like drinking white wines on a hot day, but this one's kind of different. Um, I'm drinking a Chardonnay. Um, normally when I have a Chardonnay, it tastes very like buttery. It's very light, but this is actually a bit on the bold side and it tastes like a pear. So okay. it doesn't have that buttery kind of taste. It smelt normal, like when I first I opened this bottle yesterday because we were supposed to record yesterday. But <laughs> sorry, <laughs> no, that's fine. It was too I was hot. Like, yeah, I was, I was like, I was kind of like, yes. <laughs> 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 no, trust me. When plans get canceled, I am the happiest person. <laughs> me too. Me too. Actually. But yeah, uh, yeah. I I've had this yesterday, and it was amazing. Um, the smell, you know it taste it smells fruitful it smells um nothing like a pear um and it just smells like a typical chardonnay kind of uh scent it's very delicate um but when i tasted it for the first time yesterday i was like whoa (laughs) there we go and this is yeah this is a natural wine um so yeah it, it was definitely a surprise and i'm glad i'm drinking it right now it's this is my last cup. <laughs> Good. Um, yeah, so uh, normally we get into topics and Donald sort of leads that conversation, but I just wanted to, to preface by saying that we're kind of making this like a 
like a season finale episode. Season um, finale. <laughs> for season one. Um, <laughs> which went a year and a half long. I don't know how seasons work, but don't they, <laughs> they normally a year. Anyway. Um, but we're going to take a little break so that we can kind of like reset and come up with like more of a game plan now that we actually know a little bit more about what we're doing and, and whatnot. Plus I'm starting a new job. So, you mm-hmm. know, I need to focus. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, uh, we're just going to bullshit for the rest of the episode. So <laughs> get ready. <laughs> yeah. And Donald, it's been a great, thank you, Renee, for this, a year journey. <laughs> <laughs> It's been amazing, and like, this is not going to be like Game of Thrones. I think next season is going to be so much better because I already have so many plans and so many ideas. I've just been waiting for the opportunity to just kind of like gather my thoughts and like, okay, let's take a reset and like Mm -hmm. improve on the current format that we have. So, yeah, it's going to be fun. I'm excited. It will. So what do you want to talk about? Anything. I mean, so the thing that I was kind of fixated on for this month was the Trump Axios interview. Um, (laughs) A lot of things are said, but since I don't think you saw it, have you? Have you seen it? No, no. I've been just avoiding anything that's going to upset me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, but I'll watch it now. Now that my birthday is over and I don't like. I've got some leftover cheesecake and probably 20 more chocolate chip cookies. I'm telling you, I had the best birthday ever. I've Hell got yeah. so much good stuff going on. I feel like, ooh, mm, mm. This, these next few years, they're about to be some of my best years. Hell I'm yeah. like, I'm so excited. So now I feel like I'm in a place where I can watch something <laughs> that's going to make me go, <sighs> and then I'll be able to recover quickly. Well, luckily, <laughs> you know? like this isn't, this is, this was a very different Trump interview. Um, as far as like, it was just comedic and maybe it's just comedic to me because I feel like his reign is almost over. Please, you know, in these coming months, please go vote and do all that kind of stuff. But I think for me, this one was very on the comedic side. It didn't make me angry too much. Um, it just, you know, it comes with, you know, Trump being our president and like, that whole situation which is frustrating but since his you know his reign is almost over i'm like oh thank god this is fucking hilarious because what it reminded me of it reminded me of like myself in a way when i was in high school and i was trying to explain to my teacher why i deserved a c instead of a d like (laughs) it was it was Um. wild it was (laughs) wild like he was pulling up charts and like showing these different diagrams he was like take a take a look at this and then like at one glance he brought homework yeah he brought homework and it was just like me when i came with my wikipedia articles i was like hey look at this this is why i deserve a better grade uh i don't know it was just wild and like yeah he is a mess um you know hashtag not my president but yeah it's um it was a mess i i enjoyed the interview i think the interviewee did a very good job on like not backing down on certain statements that he made like a lot of outlandish statements you know he made and he was just like correcting correcting him at every point 
you know, um, and so I loved it. You should definitely okay. watch it. I'll watch it. I'll watch it right after. Yeah. I'll watch it right it's after It's going to remind you of high school. Like this, oh man, Trump is like a kid. Well, he is like a large <laughs> child. Yeah. You know, I was, but here's the thing, like, I just want to make a comment on one of the statements that you made where you said, um, not my president or whatever. And I know that some people have said that, but I think that he is a very real reflection of this country. You know, yeah. like you might be in a bubble of friends, but I would even say that some of our friends probably are just afraid to say that they actually think like Trump, you mm-hmm. know, um, because they don't want to be ostracized. Uh, because it would definitely happen from my end. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I, I'll cut you off real quick. Um, but, I, it, you know, it's so many people are like him. You know, mm-hmm. even, even in a state that we think is very progressive, like California, you only have to drive so far to get in, the, in somewhat of, like, outside of the city. And you can see all kinds of signs that are pro-Trump signs. I mean, it's, yeah. you know, this isn't just something that happens in the South or the Midwest. And it's also not uh, just a mindset of people in rural areas either. These are, There's people in the cities that, that think this way, talk this way. I mean, Barbecue Becky uh, was oh, in yeah. Oakland, the chick that called uh, the cops on the dude from his own house that was putting up Black Lives Matter on ch- with chalk on his pro- on his own property. Mm-hmm. The person that called the cops on him that was in the city that was in SF. So, you know, it, what we have going on in this country right now is a direct reflection of the people that live here. Yeah, you know, this is this is this is who we are. So. You know, it sucks. I don't want to be who we are, but it's it's just where we're at. And I think, mm-hmm. you know, there's this mentality in this country that, um, you know, that we, we've been told a lie for so long, you yeah. know, that this is, this is the best country and, you know, and we're, you know, pulling ourselves up by our bootstraps and, you know, we're freedom fighters and all this other kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just bullshit. It's yeah. all just bullshit and it gives people this like false narrative in their head that they're trying to protect something that's been based on a lie for since its inception, since before its inception. Yeah. So, you know, I'm looking forward to watching this interview and having a good laugh, but it's probably going to also depress me <laughs> because he, he is a representation of like my fucking neighbors and shit, you know, yeah. like this uh-huh. is, this is very real. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good interview. You should definitely watch it. I hope you don't get too depressed. Because <laughs> I do believe it's almost over. What do you think about that statement of it's almost over? Do you think he's going to get, like, win the re-election or Biden? Uh... Oh, well, I mean, even if he doesn't uh, win the re-election, uh, let's say Biden and Kamala win, I mean, we're still going to have to hold our local politicians accountable. And I think that's the that's the thing that really needs to be remembered, because not only do we have, you know, people that are clearly misogynist, racist, white supremacists like like Trump, but we've also been fed these lies as people of color for a really long time to where we have our own internal biases. Have you read How to Be an Anti-Racist by Ibram Kendi? No, I haven't. I think you. It's yeah. actually, it's really good. Um, I'm really glad that I read it because one of the things that 
um, he talks about in the book is sort of like this like internal division inside of our own cultures, you know, where mm-hmm. you are effectively upholding white supremacy based off of this sort of like do good polit- politic, you know, like where mm-hmm. you're saying, well, I'm not like, like if, if for me, for example, I'm not like the other Mexicans. Mm-hmm. Like I yeah. went to school and I'm, you know, I'm doing well and, and, and anyone who's not doing the things like I'm doing, they're, you know, they're the bad Mexicans. Mm-hmm. Right. And if they could just, you know, be better parents, if they could just, you know, stay out of trouble, if they could just be mm-hmm. law abiding citizens, then we wouldn't have these problems and people couldn't be racist against us. Or like that, that sort of like mindset when you're watching something happen on the news and you're like crossing your fingers, like, don't be a minority, don't be a minority, <laughs> yeah. you know? And then yeah, it yeah. is, and you're like, ah, I'm making us look bad, like that type of shit. Yeah. Um, that's also a problem. That's also white supremacist behavior and thinking. Mm-hmm. And Kamala has been a really good example of upholding a lot of that. Um, now, that doesn't mean that I'm not going to vote for Biden. I mean, obviously. Uh, that just means that we have to be very careful at all times, not just yeah. with who we're voting for now, but regardless of what people's policies are. Barack Obama is another example. I mean, there were some policies that did actually hurt black and brown people that he put in place. Mm-hmm. There's policies that There's a- racist white people put in place that hurt black and brown. So it doesn't mm-hmm. that part of it. I think we have to be very aware that we can't just say like, OK, I'm voting for the Democrats, so they're going to take care of my needs. Yeah. (laughs) There's been so many examples of people that have been, quote unquote, like on our side, but Mm -hmm. have enacted policies that have been very harmful to our communities. And so staying active is what's necessary, regardless Mm -hmm. of who we vote for. Yeah. And staying active doesn't mean like looking at their tweets because looking at their tweets is very different from what they actually voted on, like the bills mm-hmm. that they have passed. So, yeah, yeah. I'm glad that you brought that up. Yeah, especially like in Oakland. Remember I told you how um, like my district representative has been working very hard to um, reduce our police budget by 50 percent as like a like an emergency measure for our, for our um, city budget. And <coughs> excuse me. Ugh. I like inhaled water or wine, actually. (laughs) Inhaled wine spit. Um, But some of the other city council members, if you were to look at, like, their tweets and stuff like that, they would look very, like, oh, yeah, they're doing the right thing. But their voting record is not the same, right? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it was bullshit. And then not until until everybody started paying attention or, like, hey, what the fuck, you know, and people started getting held accountable and they had Mm. to start changing the way that they were voting. And that's the type of thing that's necessary is that you've got to pay pay attention and you have to hold these people accountable regardless of who gets voted in office. Of course, Mm. vote for the person that'll that'll be easier to convince, Mm. you know, that that they should be enacting certain policies. But uh, but once you vote them in, that's not. That's not, you're not done. Yeah. You know, like this is a lifelong thing. Yep. Hold a, people accountable to their tweets. <laughs> yes. Well, like, hey, look at this. Everything. Please. <laughs> <laughs> you said this. Yeah. Please. Yeah. 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 Should we move on? What else? What else? 
Uh, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I don't really have anything else to talk about. I was going to tell you about how Missy, you know, had a harrowing experience, but I could tell you about that offline. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm just glad that she she made the reservation. She scheduled us some things to do. It was really cute. Mm-hmm. I'm very thankful for the planning that she did for my birthday. I, I really appreciated that time away. Um, mm-hmm. It was really nice to be in the middle of nowhere and watch the stars um, and be in a hot tub, and do <laughs> drugs and take naps. And <laughs> <laughs> you know, just <laughs> be alone. And not that I'm not alone here, but it was like, I never really want to be around too many people. Yeah. So yep. it was just nice to do that. Hell yeah. Yeah. So we can we can end it there. Yeah, it's a twenty minute episode. I love it. <laughs> Great. <laughs> are we gonna stick on season two? Are we gonna stick to the twenty minute? Twenty minute. I mean, episode? that's my plan. <laughs> oh man! And you have been listening to you don't know. Check us out. Season two coming up to a podcast near you. <laughs> I don't know how uh-huh. to end it. <laughs> I mean, if you've got the notifications turned on, then you'll know when we're back. How's that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <coughs> All right. Any well, last it's words? Been good talking to the void to you. Um, bye. You know what? Actually, before what? we actually hang up. Oh, dear. <laughs> Who are you, my mom? Go ahead. <laughs> no, I thought of this when you said the void. <laughs> Sure. Okay. And I've just been. uh, We were talking about the podcast. I was talking with Tommy and Chris, and I was like, "Yeah, I don't. I don't even know. I don't even look at like the listener stats. I just think this has been therapy for me, and so thank you." Okay. (laughs) It it is therapeutic. I feel like when you talk about what's going on in with yourself or with current events or what have you with people, you learn something, right? Mm -hmm. Um, You think about things and. You get new perspectives. I know I certainly do. I've thought about things yeah. after after we've recorded and been like, oh man. Yeah. You know, like, uh, I've got to do better. Yeah. Yeah. Same. And then I do, you know? Same. So. And that's you don't know. See ya. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. What, what is charcuterie? Man, it's, it's when you go to your hotel room and they got the cheese and the fucking pepperoni sliced on a little wooden board waiting on you. New jewelries, new taste level shit, she be schooling me.